This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim, the first episode for the new year, 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Fa-la-la. <laughs> Fa-la-la. <laughs> this is a podcast, if you don't know, that uh, uses a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Vinny. I'm your other host. My name is Drew. Welcome to 2023 with Welcome. Without Definite Aim. Yes. Been a while. We had a bit of time break off for the uh, for Christmas in the new year. Yeah, had. But did you do anything? You did anything fun? Uh, new Year's Eve. Enlighten me. Enlighten you. Christmas. You know, with the fam, my mum. Yeah. Uh, her boyfriend, Father Bentek. Father Bentek. <laughs> Father Bentek visitors this year. Father Bentek. Not only yeah. did we get visited by Father Christmas. Yes. We got Father visited Christmas by... came and Father Bentek. Father Bentek. Uh, it was great. Uh, and then New Year's Eve was very relaxed. We actually had New Year's Eve with our neighbors. Oh, cool. Yeah. Your uh, board game neighbors? Uh, no, neighbors that are across the street from us. We haven't played board games. We played a board with them on uh, New Year's Eve, but... It was an earlier Christmas Eve because of the kids. We yeah, sure. rung it in on uh, East Coast time. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. When you have uh, kids, and you celebrate was, at nine. It's kind of a miserable New Year's Eve because it was raining. But miserable? Well, it wasn't miserable. It was fun. No. We had a great time. We had some mules. Yep. Some Lo- snacks. Some Just some traditional Moscow mules. Just the ginger. Just a bit of mint. Fresh mint. mint they went into the garden. Got mint. I was like, this is fucking Dang. fancy. Bougie. Bougie. That's... Uh, it's Moscow mules are uh, vodka, right? Vodka, ginger beer, mint, mint and lime, and lime right? I think yeah. is tradition, yeah. You know, I do the bootleg ones. I just put fucking root beer and... Not root beer, <laughs> root beer. Root beer. I put root beer. I put just ginger beer and uh, vodka, but... That's, yeah, that's like a... That's just a mule. Yeah. Not a Moscow mule. Not a Moscow mule, I don't know yeah. if that's official or not, but that's what I'm saying. You want to get a touch of the Russian in there? You got to put the oh, mint little... and lime. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't Maybe know. not. If Putin, if you listen to this, reach out to let, us. Let, let us, us know. know, buddy. We want to know your recipe. Vladdy. Vladdy daddy. Vladdy daddy. Uh, uh, how about you? Yeah, same. Same. Pretty much hung out with the family. Um, Christmas is always busy for us because we go see... My parents are separated. So we have to go. We have to plan it all out. We go see my dad. We go see my mom. We usually spend Christmas morning with Haley's mom. And then up and well, so this is probably the last year that we'll do this, but my little sister's still in high school. And so she's technically, there's still like a court mandated schedule with her. So my parents alternate holidays each year. So like this year, my mom had Christmas Day and my dad has Christmas Eve. That's how it's always been, even when I was younger. But she's graduating this year, so I don't know what we're going to do next year. Or rather, this year for Christmas. It'll be a surprise. We'll f- yeah, we'll have to figure it out. It's Did gonna you get be- Dad's famous coffee cake? I didn't. 
I didn't. He made it, but uh, I was telling you before we started recording, my dad, first time, finally got COVID, him and his wife. Uh, they, they probably tested positive like the 21st or 22nd or something like that. So Father COVID came early this year. Father COVID came early. No one wants Father COVID to visit, but he visited anyways. <laughs> so they had to quarantine... Um, and then we celebrated with them on like the 27th or 28th. Um, but he, they, they made coffee cake on Christmas day and he sent me a picture and I was like, fuck, I wish I could be there, but you I dirty, love Drew's dirty little dance bitch. coffee cake and I've never You've even never had, had it. it. I love dude. that tradition. It's, it's not even anything special. It's just the box no, but coffee I love, cake, but it's I just love, a kind of a fun tradition. I feel like I love traditions. Yeah. Like I, I, I we've talked about this on the podcast. Like. I love that I, my family, my wife and kids, we make our own traditions now. And like, we can be like, fuck the rest of our family's traditions. Let's just make our own up. Yeah. Like today was national rubber ducky day. And my kids get really excited because Jen makes cupcakes that look like little rubber duckies. And that's skill. She buys little rubber duckies. And mm-hmm. so they come home from school. And just rubber duck central. Yeah. It's like grand, um, grand ducky station in your house. <laughs> we just talked about how like... <laughs> It's National Rubber Ducky Day, and they get excited about that. And this is like, you know, it's like kind of a tradition. She's like, what if it becomes Christmas and we start decking our house a week before with rubber duckies? Um, but I love traditions. Like, I just love that that's like your thing with your dad. Like, that's not even my family tradition, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. You've never met my dad. Maybe we need to have you over for the traditional coffee cake. I would love that. You know? I would love that. Christmas Day's busy, but maybe we could save you some for the day after or something. Yeah, maybe. He um, Boxing Day. It, we actually for New Year's Eve we had um. It was it was kind of fun. So Chris and his wife Alana came over. One of Haley's nurses friend nurse friends came over, and my dad and stepmom came over, and that was it for New Year's Eve. And we oh. all just hung out and we made dinner. We had some like specialty cocktails that we did. So Ooh, we did. Okay. All right. Um, we did a penicillin, which yeah, is... I don't know what that is. It's got mold in it, obviously. Yeah, exactly. You got to kill it off uh, with the alcohol. No, it's that one is scotch, um, lemon, and you make this like ginger honey syrup. Okay. Um, so you, you make like simple syrup. You've made simple syrup yeah, before. Yeah, I made simple syrup. Same idea, just some water, honey, and you put ginger pieces in there and it's hot. Let it and, steep. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. That was pretty good. And then we also did a gin drink. A penicillin, huh? Yeah. Okay. A and gin. then we did a gin drink. I think it was called the Southside. You're never here like there about gin, are you? Like, yeah, I mean, I can kind of take it or leave it to yeah. me. Um, Have you had a good gin and tonic? I've had gin and tonics. I don't know if I would ever classify gin and tonic as good. Have you had a Tom Collins? That's Haley's favorite drink. Tom Collins is good. She loves Tom Collins. That's her like go-to, and it's so funny because when we go to bars, especially like hip hip bars, like the trendier bars, they don't know how to make a fucking Tom Collins. Really? It's the weirdest thing. It's it's, it's like an old person drink. I think it's, it's just like a really gin, old drink. Lemon and lime juice and simple syrup. I think that's it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's not a crazy. Maybe some soda water or something a little bit. Maybe a yeah. I think usually a splash of like soda water, yeah. and then. You have like the sweet and sour mix or yeah. lemon and lime. Yeah. Same thing. And then some simple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's it's crazy a good one. to me because. Y- yeah. For whatever reason, like no one orders Tom Collins 
anymore. It's like an old, it's like an old person drink. I feel like with everything though, like, and cocktails, like those things have like a roundabout of popularity where someone will try and do a new take on it and yeah. still keep it classic. But yeah, I think with like being a bartender and like a, like a hip, like you would have a respect knowledge for the of the old. Yeah. yeah. Like you should always have that kind of shit in your back pocket because that's the roots. Yeah. You know, it feels yeah. like an older drink, but you got to know how to do your Tom Collins. You go to a dive bar and everybody's like, I'll make you a Tom Collins. Yeah. I feel like most dive bars are like, yeah, I know exactly what to do. Because they have like old people coming in at nine in the morning ordering Tom Collins. <laughs> um, yeah, but the gin drink we did was gin, lime, simple syrup, and mint. Oh, okay. So nothing crazy, but... No, nothing too crazy, okay. but it's fun. We had a shaker and everything. I was making drinks and felt I felt amazing that <laughs> night. It felt amazing that night. I always thought I would. I always thought I would really enjoy bartending. To be honest, I think I would it's be a not good too bartender. Late. I, you've got the right energy. I've for got vibes. the right energy. I've got the you right don't. vibe. I feel like yeah. I could flirt with both men and women at the bar. <laughs> Can flirt with both men and women. I could, you know, and and uh, I think it would just be a good time making drinks. You know, soaking in the bar. My. Uh, yeah, that's how I would greet everybody. <laughs> you know what's. Key to a good dive bar? You. Outside of me, because I would just feel at home in a dive bar. Key to a good dive bar is some nice handrails and or grab rails. Yes. At the bar, maybe on the side of the bar, (laughs) maybe in the bathroom. Yes. Do you know where we could get, do you know where all of our dive bars could go to get I do. Such I, items? I do. I want... Uh, I know this company. They're great. Uh, if you and I ever opened up a dive bar, which, I don't know, I'm getting this vibe right now I feel like us. I feel like we kind of need to now. Like... <laughs> uh, but... We, I, would, I, we would name it, like, like the Aussie and Yank. <laughs> the Aussie and Yank? You know, like, it would be like, ah, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to stop by the Aussie and Yank. The Aussie and Yank. And then we're going to head over to the Golden Tea. That's my, that's my uh, go-to dive bar in Carlsbad. Is it really? Yeah, the it's called tea. the Golden Tea. Yeah. That's a good name, though. Yeah, they have one of those video, the like the rolly ball golf games. The oh, Golden do they? Tea, yeah, like arcade games in oh, there. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Um, but for our dive bar... Uh, the Aussie and Yank. The Aussie and Yank. We will enlist... Uh, this is company... I think because of the Aussie and Yank, I want to. I mean, we're going to have a lot of American goods in there, but we we've got to stay true to the heritage of the Australian side of the bar too. So we'll use this company. They're called Bentec. They're actually from Brisbane in Australia, and they were established in 1992. Uh, one of the things they do, and they're the only person in Australia that does this, uh, they're the manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. Uh, the company takes the tubes in various shapes and manufactures grab whales handrails for said uh dive pissing bar. and pissing and drinking <laughs> yeah, yeah pissing and drinking yeah which you needed a dive bar and they also use them for boats as well maybe we could have a, a dive bar on the water on the water the aussie and yank a sea <laughs> yes a sea <laughs> uh, and they make a range of other products for aged care disability and transport markets you can find all their wonderful products at www.bentech.com.au <laughs> Uh, thank you, oh, thank Bentec. You. Thank We're you, looking Bentec forward and to Father Bentec and Father Bentec. Uh, we hope you visit us again. Uh, we look forward uh, 
to working with you on our dive bar. The Aussie and Yank, dude. The Aussie we and just, Yank. I, now we just need to make make this happen. <laughs> How much money Spoken do you need to open it? I don't know. I don't know. I'll <laughs> I'll start stocking up some cheap. Cheap, uh, I'll tell you what we're, we're going to know how to make. You're going to go into our dive bar. Someone asked for a fucking Tom Collins. Fucking on it, baby. <laughs> on it. That might be like the go-to drink. Maybe that'll be what we're known Thursday for Thursday nights, Collins. $4 Tom Collins. <laughs> oh, okay. For Thursday nights. Yeah, Thirsty Thursday, Tom Collins. Thirsty Thursday, yeah. Tom Collins. $4. <laughs> I'm already fucking cooking up promos over here. <laughs> 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 Let's fucking go, baby. I'm in. I'm ready. I'll I'll fucking it bartend. Sounds... Let's go. And are you kidding me? You would be the most. You would be a good bartender too. Let's I would be like honest. to. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I do like having a chat with people. It's true. I feel like as having I've a got old, having a chin wag. Yeah. As I've got a little bit older though, I'm not grumpy, but I want to have. Oh, I'm less, grumpy. I'm already grumpy. I want to have less customer interaction. But yeah. a bar's a different situation though. Yeah, I feel like as the bartender, you control that interaction. Mm. You're in control. Someone comes in, they want to be a cunt. Get the fuck out of Get my bar. Fu- no four dollar Tom Collins for you, mate. No. Fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs> Come back on Saturday when we do two dollar shots of jungle juice. Of all the th- two shots, I don't even know what jungle juice is, but it sounds delicious. Well, I'll have to introduce you to it some jungle like some juice. Cheap fruit punch and rum or something. I'm Absolutely. guessing. Absolutely. It's really rum, is? vodka. Um, and then any any you you just mix up juice any juice any juice yeah fruit punch cranberry juice Are we orange talking, juice feels like something that's like fruit drink it's not even juice too like it's uh, has concentrate fruit in it. concentrate yeah. <laughs> you just pour those frozen blocks of concentrate yes. in there it slowly dilutes into the yeah. alcohol and that's what a jungle juice is jungle juice yeah you uh there was a party one time in high school where they made jungle juice in uh like a uh, like oh, a container, like a tote. In a tote? Yeah. Jesus. And it was just full of jungle juice. Was it delicious? It was great. It's dangerous because it tastes really good and there's a fuck ton of alcohol in there. And you just wasted. Yeah. You're gone. Absolutely. Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> Speaking of goodbye, have you ever had an adios, motherfucker? An no, AMF? I haven't had a cocksucking cowboy, though. I've never had a cocksucking cowboy. The adios motherfucker is like an... It's very similar to like a Long Island iced tea. Okay, but I've had a Long Island and that... That's but it, the, that'll fuck you up too. But yeah. the adios motherfucker is kind of the same thing. Just a few different alcohols. And then they put like um, blue curacao in there. Okay. And it makes it like bright blue. Oh. It's an AMF, baby. <laughs> adios motherfucker. <laughs> that Cock- used to be my buddy's that used to be my buddy's go-to and he would just get after it how he many was, of those do you have one and you done he'd have like two or three and then he's just like slammed jesus uh cocksucking cowboy is a shot and it's three different alcohols it's like Kahlua. it's kind of like creamy chocolate caramelly um and just because it's smooth, it's the cocksucking cowboy. I don't know much about that. I just remember, I think on my twenty-first birthday, someone bought it for me, and are, I was like, of "Are course cowboys cock good? Like smooth cocksuckers?" I mean, you've seen Brokeback Mountain, right? That's true. Touche. <laughs> Touche, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny. For your twenty-first birthday, someone bought you a cocksucking cowboy. For it's mine, just, what'd you get? I got a blowjob. Is that another shot? It's another like type of shot, and there's like a, I think a little whipped cream, and you, you, you know you like you're supposed to like put your mouth on it and throw it back. <laughs> you don't. You're not supposed to like pick it up and and take it like a normal shot. You're supposed to like 
use your mouth to pick it up and then throw it back. If anybody knows that a good blowjob, you've got to use your hands too. <laughs> that That's true. If you're a seasoned blowy giver, if you're a seasoned blowy giver, you know to to use your hands. The unseasoned, well, the one that just turned twenty one, no hands, no hand, no hands, all mouth, all mouth, maybe some teeth, and you don't want that. Ow. Actually, you know, speaking of the golden tea, that's where I spent my like twenty first birthday. This is the one that you like? The dive bar in Carlsbad, yeah. It, well, it was past midnight, so I had just turned 21. So uh, we, we just went down there for like a couple drinks. It was That wasn't like the night I got shmammed for my 21st. And the bartender was like, who's getting a blowjob? So, yeah, some guy next to me was like, oh, it's your 21st? Yeah, I'm getting you a shot. And then he got me a blowjob. Imagine job. you just said, I'm and it was you a, dude. a blowjob. Yeah, it was a dude. And I was like, all right, here we go. This is what we do for 21st <laughs> birthdays. Okay. I'm ready to become a man. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it. Some random guy at a dive bar is giving me a blowjob. This is what 21 feels like, baby. This is adulthood. 21 in America. I don't know. That doesn't really work it that way in Australia. In Australia. It doesn't right. really work that Good way. Good to know. Uh, uh, okay. Are, are you ready for... Yeah, Drew has the red to topic generator. We've gone a long time so yeah, far. We, wanted, we okay. just wanted to get cocktails out of the way. We were having a blowjob, okay? Listen, we've, we've had a Coxican Cowboy. We've had a blowjob. And then we're ending the night with $4 Tom Collins at the Aussie and Yank. Could could you... Is it? Is there any better night than that? It's true. It's true. Okay, I've got the random topic. Are you are, a topic generator? Are you, you ready? The, yes, I'm ready. I'm okay. very ready. Here we go. Tonight's random topic is parents. Oh. Parents. You're not Good a parent. Good old mommy and daddy. Good old mommy and dad. I'm not a parent yet. You're not a parent yet. Well, you are a parent. I'm a cat daddy. You're a cat daddy. That's right. I I even have got a shirt that says best cat dad ever. I think you sent me a picture of that. And it says like. meow on the front. It just says meow on the front, and then on the back it says best cat dad ever. I do believe that parenting a pet is the entryway into parenthood. Okay. I feel like, I feel like I'm doing a good job with these cats in sure. here. They're good cats. I've never been attacked by them. Um, yeah, even though one of them's a pussy, like a giant vagina. Um, Loki. Loki. Loki's, Loki's a Where is he at? Pornani. Where you at, mate? He's hiding. See, he's being a pussy somewhere. <laughs> he's being a pussy somewhere. Clementine's just looking at us crazy on the couch. Yeah, she she's a nut. Creep. She got some creepy eyes. Yeah, she's a nut. Um, yeah, to, to a certain extent, sure. Yeah. That that I do believe because we had a dog before we had kids, and I do believe that's like the entryway into parenthood. Like it definitely. I mean. Cats, less so, I guess. Yeah. There's less responsibility with cats, but dogs, you know. Anybody that's ever had a puppy. Out, you, oh, gotta, yeah, you gotta take them for walks. You take gotta them to the vet. Clean up their shit and piss. They want attention more than cats ever want. True. Uh, dogs is definitely like... A, it's When it's you and your boo and it's new, that's like experience right yeah. there. Yeah, you're doing it together. Yeah, I'm. I I'll tell you. I'm. I'm just terrified to fuck my children up. My future children that I don't. Yeah, have. Yeah, I do think about that you know, sometimes. Like, I'm like, 
I'm like so scared. I'm like, man, what am I? What? How am I gonna fuck them up? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them some issues. I feel like all parents kind of do. You got to work through it. Yeah, whether you have anxiety or you get a little bit angry about even something. good parents. Oh, like, 100%. Even, even good parents fuck you up a little bit. You yes. have to learn how to work through that. Everybody shit. has a fault to some degree. Whether it's yeah. like you get a little bit spicy about something or. Sure. Maybe you do something else weird that you impart on them. But yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah, I think this we all have some kind of fault that maybe rubs off on some degree. Yeah. Are you trying to get it like what my, my kids? I feel like this no, is no, no, I, no. I'm just I'm just like knowing what I've and I, I I'll say like I both of my parents are good parents. Like I, I did not I did not have a bad upbringing, but yeah. I definitely no, there's some shit that I have had to work through and continue to work through because of my parents and yeah. their relationship. And, you know, I mean, they're separated, right? So, yeah. like, going through through a divorce was... And I was 13, 14 at the time. So, I was just, like, a really... Like, my, my sister didn't... My sister doesn't remember my parents together. That's you know? so crazy. Isn't that nuts? And so, like... And my brother really, I mean, he was like eight, nine, nine, ten when it happened. All your, all your sibling siblings are your mom and dad, not. Mm-hmm. I don't have any step, half. No half. Okay. No yes, half correct. siblings, okay, yeah. just step, step siblings. Does your sister have a memory of your dad at that time? Or she just doesn't remember because she was that little. She was too young. Yeah. She doesn't no. really remember my parents together. That's so wild. She kind of that... lives through like old pictures and stuff. That's crazy because I was five, so I have like it's a very, very distant memory. It's yeah. like yeah, a blurry photo. Like there's little things, but I don't know how much of those are actual memory. And then like my idea of, of memories what it would have been or something based like, on photos that yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. throughout the years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I do you think it's do you think it's worse? I guess it's more impactful as a teenager. I mean, you could speak to that. To, to go through a divorce with parents than it is as a five-year-old when I don't really have any memory of it. Yeah. Besides what my parents have told me and then... Yeah, I th- I think it just it's a different effect on her um, because she kind of had some... She had... She was... It was like she was three, and, three or four when the split was like going on and stuff. And that's still... You're still kind of formative. That's still a very formative age when you're, you know, becoming a, a little kid and you're starting to develop, you know, personality and stuff. So to a certain extent, she still has. There's still some things that that she's developed because of them not being together. And I think that's because she does remember some of the earlier years after my parents split up when there was still a lot of friction. Mm. Like they've gotten into a better kind of, well, I wouldn't say it's a good routine of being divorced parents, but they're that it's, it's more predictable now. And, and the first several years was, it was a lot going on. They're trying to figure out how to co-parent and stuff and, and, it's so, a mess. Yeah, it's it, yeah, exactly. It's it's just so she was kind of going through that in some form in some younger formative years. Um, so I wouldn't say that that is easier or harder. Um, 
Because I, th- I still think that she wishes our, parent, our parents were still together, and she right. wishes she got to experience that. So right. that's on the other side of the coin, where I experienced it and knew what it was like, and could kind of, and could remember. I can you know obviously remember rem- remember when they were together. Mm. Um, but going through that as a teenager is never easy either. You know, like well, that's what I wondered. You're like, angsty, you know? angsty teen already. That's the, that's why I said, like, you know, obviously for me, there's things I've dealt with in my life because of that, but it's not like a solid, like, you probably have a relatively good memory of that time being a yeah. teenager and, you know, how yeah. awkward that is where parents are divorcing, where my parents definitely had, uh, there was animosity for a while, but I don't know at what point they just kind of worked through it and, like, we have a kid yeah we're happy that we have this kid and that was a time in our life they worked it out they kind of put everything else behind them you know um and i think they realized that you know i don't know where i don't know i can't remember the exact point that what it was that it became better but they figured it out they figured it out and as that's what you mostly remember well that was when i was a teenager basically i feel like when they started things got a bit better I was definitely well into like my mid to late teens to the point where my dad would come up from where he lives in Australia and stay with my mum and I and her new husband. Yeah. Uh, and it was just kind of normal to a degree, to be honest. Yeah. Like, they, I think they realized that, you know, like I said, that they just, they had a kid together and they're like, let's just move on. You it know? didn't work out between them two. Yeah, it didn't work were, out. They but were doing they, their best to... But they had good times, yeah, and they kind of put the bad times behind them and yeah. moved on and kind of they kind of I would even like today I'd call them friends like yeah. I don't, they don't like ring each other up all the time but on, it's there's no weirdness no when they see there's each no other. weirdness yeah. no yeah, yeah for sure like to the point where if my mum's over and I fa- my dad facetimes or something they talk for a little bit you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like I said when they um when he has come and stayed with us. Uh, it feels like they're friends. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. For, 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 for me, it was a lot of just, cause when you're old, when you're older, you, you understand different dynamics and stuff better when, right. when you're younger and you kind of understand a little bit more. So there was, there was a lot of me trying to having to parse through some of that on my own and, and with my parents. And, um, I mean, even to, even to this day, it's not my, my parents relationship is not that with like yours. It's very cordial, but that's it. You know, like, like like I was, when, when we went to, when we got married in Scotland, they stayed in the same building very not close to each other or anything i was worried about that that's how that that dynamic would be doesn't that suck though like i mean i get it like if there's animosity but like the fact that you as the child like to worry about yeah like you've got some kind of almost like anxiety about like shit this is something that could happen like that that sucks that you have that concern i to a certain extent i i knew I knew that it wasn't going to be a, a huge issue. Like they, neither of them would ever have 
let any of their bullshit get in the way of our wedding. But we still had to think about, okay, we can't put my mom and dad right next to each other. We can't, you know, we got to make sure whatever. It's still a little bit awkward. They're in the same room as each other. It's not, it's not easy for them or for me. There's still some awkwardness there. So it's regard. I, I knew they wouldn't make it about them. I knew that they would put their shit aside. It was never going to come to any like bullshit. Like that I would ever have to worry about. I knew that that was not going to be an issue, but it's still, it's still not just like easy, you know, everyone's, everyone's happy friends, you know, it's not like they're new husbands and wives. Yeah. They're not like fucking playing cards against humanity, (laughs) you know, and when you said that, I was like, and that's like, and the fact that you were in a foreign country for your wedding. It just made me think of some kind of romantic comedy where something goes wrong and, like, they get added or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or they get too drunk and, and someone, something says, happens. someone says someone something says a bit something. spicy. I know. I know. No, it, I mean, no, there were no problems, no issues. It was, it was, in hindsight, they had conversations with each other. They were very nice, cordial. Even front, you might even... S- like from the outside, so, oh, that was a friendly conversation. Like that was nice, you know. Like that you listen to, they're like, "You look like a fucking piece of shit." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're just smiling through, like berating each other. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Yes, no, this is so great that we're together in this country, and I want to kill you. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's just like it's just still like a weird dynamic, and I th- it it always will be. Um, just given, just given their, their past and everything. And it sucks that we had to go through that obviously, but how, I long, just, how long were your parents together? Uh, six, 15, 16 years. I was born, well, maybe a little bit longer. I was born like with, within the year of them getting married essentially. So yeah, they were probably together about 16, 16 years, something like that. Uh, that was like for me, like not even like a mean way. There was something in me that was proud of the fact that I like my relationship with my wife has survived longer than my parents and not even like a malicious way and longer than her parents too. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing malicious about it. Just like a sense of pride that like, you know, I, no relation I believe is like perfect, but Jen and I, when we've had harder times, have chosen been able to, try to work and, through yeah, it. Work yeah, work through it and overcome. And I'm I'm proud of that. And I think it's made us stronger as a couple. Yeah. But I do think that like I, I, I think a lot of my generation and me and probably your generation too have lived through divorce. And obviously it's such you know, you, you see the statistics, you know, fifty percent of marriages don't last, right? Like end in divorce. Um, but I, because of like what I went through as a kid and, and that has in some way instilled in me a positive, a kind of a positive outlook on relationships and marriage in that, like, once you commit, like you're in, like, no, like, I feel like Haley and I, and I, you, you just said the same thing could work through literally anything. Well, I'm also not above the fact that, like, and I feel like this, like, I think there was a lot more pride in older relationships, and maybe that's why there was 
divorce mm-hmm. and like neither of I don't think you or I like I'm not macho enough that I'm not above like going to some kind of like relationship therapist or something right. like if that's what it had to come to. Right. I'm not above yeah. that. Yeah. So I know I think there is a lot more like I don't know if it's maybe I don't know if humble's the right word or uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. There's there's just I I feel like I have less pride and ego in my relationship in that like I know I'm I'm willing to admit when I uh, admit when I'm wrong about mm. shit. Um and that's like I think that's the first step in it, or not the first step but like a big part in being successful in a relationship is being able to navigate those arguments, disagreements, whatever and knowing that you came there's there's a reason that you disagreed you know you have one view your partner has another view but i'm okay with being wrong Mm. like i'm i'm okay with that i know like you said like no one's perfect we can't be perfect especially when you're in a lifelong relationship with someone you're gonna fuck up Mm. hopefully it's not a big fuck up (laughs) Mm. but you're gonna there's there's just shit that happens i mean it's part of being human and you just have to be able to roll with those punches and say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. This is why I did what I did. I, I realized now that that was wrong. Mm. I won't do that again. <laughs> yada, yada. But I, I just think like you mentioned, like, I just think that, I don't know. I feel like in, in my relationship sounds like in your relationship too, that, that we, we just, that there's not that weird kind of, I need to be right all the time feeling and that that willingness to work through stuff that maybe our parents didn't have and that was probably instilled in them in their parents yeah you know from their parents like it's interesting to to you know even i have all of my grandparents alive still and like you know as an adult viewing them as a parent to my parents like man that that was a different time, obviously. Things were done differently, but doesn't there was a lot of shit that their parents did that fucked them up too, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just I just I, I don't I certainly don't want to call I know that there's gonna be some bullshit that, you know, my children will have to work through, but I, I just you know, I'm I'm don't want it to be big issues, you know, right. Maybe little issues. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think about that because of what, you know, what I've gone through. Obviously I think that's the only lens that we can kind of view our parenthood through. I don't know. As a parent, do you, do you have times where you're like, I, you know, my parents did this. I don't want to do that. Or my parents did this. I do want to do that. Do you One find of the yourself biggest kind of- things, like I don't, my mom didn't do it so much, but like I used to, I, I remember getting smacked, but more from probably like my dad, yeah, and my stepmom. But that was one thing I, I was always against, and we've never smacked our kids, yeah, because like as far as I'm concerned, like there's so many more things you can do as a parent for discipline and stuff. yeah, like yeah. just taking away things that they like, you know, whether it's like none of this or none of that, you know, no. 
no like no video games no video for, games no, no tv, TV. Yeah, yeah like that's more impactful for them really honestly in this day and age like no ipad things like that so that was one of the biggest things that jen and i agreed on yeah but jen always sends me like videos from instagram from like psychiatrists and therapists like parenting things about the way to like talk a child down when they're upset and if they're really upset like as opposed to getting angry at them because they're just crying like actually talking them through it and giving them love and calming them down and you know it is easy because i'll be honest i love my kids sometimes they're fucking annoying yeah Yeah, sometimes they can be annoying and that's just reality and Sometimes I, I'm, I, it's quick to be insensitive about one of those situations when it's more about like, let's just slow things down. Like Wolf was upset about something the other day. And when Wolf gets upset, he makes sure that everybody knows that he's upset. We have uh, a two-story house and he will go upstairs and s- slam his feet into the ground because he knows that you're downstairs. You can yeah. fucking hear it. Yeah. And I went up. And Jen said to me, don't get angry at him. And I was like, I'm not going to get angry at him. And I tried to give him love. And uh, I slowed things down. And he hadn't had breakfast yet. So I think that was part of it too. He was tired and he hadn't had breakfast. I was like, what do you want for breakfast? What, what can daddy make? You can come and help me. And he goes, I want guacamole and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I'll do... One of, one of the breakfasts I grew up, which I still have to this day, is just like, I'll put a piece of toast in the toaster... You pop it out. You put any topping on it, anything you want. You could even put like deli slices, like some, sure. you know, sliced yeah. turkey. Put cheese and then you put it on the broiler. So the cheese melts. It's like nice and crispy. It's like a savory yeah, breakfast. Yeah, beautiful. So, you know. That sounds delicious. Uh, but sometimes I'll even put like slices of avocado or guacamole. If we have leftover guacamole and then you melt cheese on it. It's like yummy. Avocado toast. Avocado toast. All, it's all the rage right now, baby. <laughs> it's all the rage. Yeah. But I'll, uh, I'll have the melted cheese on top because melted cheese is delicious. And that's what he wanted. And I didn't have guacamole, <laughs> uh, but I did have avocado. And uh, yeah, I just, I went up there. I slowed it down. I hugged him. I gave him love. I said, why are you stamping on the floor? He goes, I'm angry. And he's like, <laughs> I'm scaring the cats. I'm, I'm going to piss the neighbors off. Uh, and he, yeah, I just kind of talked him down and slowed things down. And, you know. Worked it out. I worked it out. And he was in a good mood after that? Uh, yeah, he went to school in a good mood, which was yeah. funny because like 40 minutes earlier, he was stamping his feet and crying yeah. about something. I think we'd been up too late the night before. It really was our fault. We'd kept them up too late because we were visiting some of our neighbors. And uh, he was tired. He was tired and hungry. Yeah. And we can all get pissy when we're tired and hungry. It's true. That's the biggest thing I've learned as a parent is like, and I, honestly, I, I, to my wife's credit, more times than not, like she's definitely taught me that like in those situations, the best thing you can do is like slow Just the talk si- to them. Talk like, it down. Yeah. Slow the situation down. Try to understand the feelings that they're having. Like, why are you having these big feelings? Like, yeah, you, I don't understand why you've got to tell me. Right. Uh, and that's the biggest thing when you're a kid, because kids don't really get listened to a lot of yeah. the time, you know? And they don't know how to express their, their feelings. feelings and yeah. emotions in the best way. So I always, I always admire that and, and want to do that as much as I can. I'm not, I, I don't have, I don't have the longest leash in general. I get I get angry easily. Yeah. 
um, not angry, just annoyed. That's so I know like I know that I'm gonna have a hard time doing that, but um, I I think that that is a much better way to deal with kids. Just being able to, like you said, slow slow things down. Just talk to them, get them out of whatever crazy emotions they're having, and yeah. just talk to them. Because if you match their emotions, they're going to continue to do it. Um, so I always want I want to be able to just have conversations, even, even when they're younger, you know, like even when they're three, four, where it's hard to have those conversations, but still talk to them and talk through their feelings and stuff and try to get that kind of stamped in at an early age. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if that I don't know if that'll happen. I think I'm I think I'm going to uh have to go scream into a pillow before I do that sometimes. But yeah, but like I said, Jen sent me these amazing videos and it's even like the science of how you respond to a kid. So like a kid does something stupid, which they do a lot. Yeah. And it's even the 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 words and the way you structure the sentence to them. So as opposed to the kids doing something, you're like, why would you do that? It's more like, help me understand why you did what you did. Yeah. Like just little things like that. She sends me these videos all the time and I love them, but like sometimes there's so much, but I'm, I, it's funny when I watch them, how much I retain. Yeah. And then like you try it the next time. And yeah. Like, oh, and, and it, oh, yeah. It's fucking magic. Yeah. Like it's like crazy how like, cause I've definitely said it to my kids before they do something stupid and it's like, well, you're seven. Why, like, I get why it. would you're you still, do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? And yeah. you say it kind of pissed off. Yeah. You know, when they've done and they're something. Like, I don't know. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> yeah. Because I fucking want it to, you dick. On the note of swearing though, we don't let my kids swear, but there's times we say to them, we're like, we'll be at the dinner table. We just had dinner. And we're like, what's the worst swear word you know? And like, for the longest time, Wolf and Kitty wouldn't say anything. Gunner was the one that was gay. <laughs> and Gunner's, well, but what would he say? Like, he's like, shitty bitch or something like that. <laughs> we were like, okay. All right. Good for right. you, dude. Yeah. Uh, and Kitty's like, I know the F word. <laughs> but like, she wouldn't say it. She wouldn't say it for a long time, but it became a running enough joke now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they get a little bit loose. And, oh, that's uh, That's got to be so funny to hear as a parent. Oh, it is. Like, and we kind of explain to them. We're like, you know what? You know, mommy and daddy like to swear. Everybody's heard them because we've had, we've had the, we've kind of on and off again. We do a swear jar because mommy and daddy do swear. Yeah. Um, but when Kitty got comfortable swearing, uh, it was around the time uh, her parents, myself and my wife, had opinions about Trump <laughs> and Kitty to this day still says Trump's a fucking bitch. <laughs> That's got to be the funniest thing to hear out of like a what is she 9 now? Yeah. Oh man. But I, do you remember like that's around the age that you start kind of cussing with your oh, friends. Oh, kids are, yeah, cuz we she's told me she's heard kids at school swearing. Yeah. So I know it happens yeah. and you just got to try to try to make sure that they're not doing it. We, we've told them like, you know, this, even though we, you can't say it, like you're not meant to say it. Like you've got to understand the situations where it's appropriate. Yeah. You know, saying it with uh, mom and dad in the house, if you want to say it, like you can't just say it. Like there's got to be a significant situation where mom and dad are saying that you can say, you know, you can't just say it in front of a, a parent or someone else's 
uh, a teacher yeah uh, or another adult that isn't us basically but yeah it's just funny to hear them say it and what's the what's the best part about being a parent would you say just the un un uh, unfiltered love yeah. they have for you you know like I've said it before on the podcast, like my daughter is particularly sweet and just encouraging too. like, I wouldn't be surprised if she's some kind of motivational speaker at some point in her life, because, you know, sometimes you just be hanging out with her and sitting on the couch watching a movie and, you know, there's a commercial or something. And she's like, you're the best daddy. And like, it's, I've done nothing besides (laughs) just sit there with her and hang out with her and give her a bit of attention. Oh, that's gotta feel so good. You know? And it's like very unprompted. Yeah. And the fact that she says that and I'm like, is your mom telling you to tell this to give me yeah. like a boost what's or something? Like what's like, yeah. uh, you know, what's, are you playing tricks on me? Is this filtering from a server on the internet yeah. or something, you know? Um, but just like the unconditional, just like love. Yeah. I think I've talked about it before. I had, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it was like, I've often wondered about this. If it was because I was raised by my mom that maybe I am a mama's boy at the, at the end of the day, you know, I didn't really grow up with my dad, even though I saw him, you know, on um, school vacation and stuff. But I realized early on, I felt like I felt a more of a connection with my daughter than I did with my boys. But as the boys have got older, I see the connection I have with them because they know I like action figures and they like action figures. And I grew up playing Nintendo and they like playing Nintendo. Yeah. And, um, there's definitely a bond that's formed between them. Like I feel like very close to them now, particularly like only really in the last few years, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like during the pandemic, they just, we kind of clicked on some level where they were like very much, maybe it was because they were mama's boys unconditionally. Yeah. Would always go to my wife where yeah. Kitty will like 50, 50 or sometimes one more than the other, but yeah. um, pretty balanced with Kitty where the boys were always like mama's boys they've started to see, oh, dad is kind of cool too. Like dad (laughs) likes cool stuff that we like that mom and kitty don't like. Yeah. And I think there's like a a bigger respect for that now. Yeah. Um, That they've kind of like warmed up to me than they ever did before. And that's really, like I said, only like really the last few years. They're like, oh, dad is kind of cool. He can skateboard, you know. But yeah, just unconditional love. It's kind of like having a, like, well, I don't know, speak to it with, even though I know your cats love you, but dogs, you know how dogs just like, yeah. like that's like the no thing no matter what, kids. they just yeah. trust you, love you. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that. Like even just little things like you make food and Kitty, even Kitty like has friends of, she's like, my dad's the best cook. <laughs> you know, I'm like, cool. I fucking made you like frozen pizza the other night and yeah. I put some extra stuff on top of it. Yeah. She's like, this guy. Top chef. This guy. Top chef worthy. A Michelin star right Michelin here. Michelin three stars, baby. <laughs> three stars. What are you looking forward to as um, a papa? Because we, I mean, we talked about, you've always been open about that. And that's something I feel like we, like, even before I had kids, I always wanted to be a dad. You've said that too. Like, yeah. some people just know. It's not like, a, I don't know if I'm going to be a dad or not. We'll see if it happens. No, yeah, I definitely... I've always felt that from, like, like a lot... No, I wouldn't say, like, really, really young, but definitely as a teenager, like, yeah. I always saw myself... It was always in the cards, yeah. right? Like, it was always in your future. Like, I'm going to stick my penis in another human being and ejaculate and become yeah, a father. Yeah, especially as a teenager? Are you kidding me? <laughs> now that I know how this baby-making thing works, and it's not storks delivering babies, I'm in. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Yeah. Um, 
what am I looking most most looking forward to? I I think um, just doing things with them. Uh, I I really look forward to like developing those kind of special connections, mm. whether that be through music, through sports, through you know arts and crafts, whatever. Whatever. And I'm not the most artsy guy around. Um, but just just doing those kind of activities and events and stuff that we kind of both enjoy and I can kind of foster that in, in our kids and stuff. I think like I'm definitely looking forward to, to doing that stuff. Like I always, I always, I always think and envision myself being a coach, like for whatever team, whether that's baseball, basketball, soccer, like I, I do look forward to doing that. And if and if my kids aren't into that, I look forward to supporting them with whatever they're into. You know, Mus- music for sure is definitely one thing that I would be excited about. You know, even if they're into like drama or dance or anything, I can get into that. I could see you in some leg warmers and some tights. I would be the best father daughter dancer out there, <laughs> or father son dancer. I would tear that shit up. You know that. <laughs> I would tear that shit up. Uh, but just like, yeah, just doing that that sort of stuff, I, I'm definitely excited for. For some reason, uh, I just got a vision of you dancing with like kids to, is it song? I'm a maniac, maniac for love. Is that how the song goes? Yeah. I just saw you. I also think it would be just hilarious to do like a hip hop dance to like Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. Okay. Never Never gonna gonna give you up. Just for the memes. Okay. Just for the memes. Just like Rick roll the whole audience. (laughs) Um, That that stuff. And then just like, I don't know, just experiencing just the milestones with the kids. You know, first first steps, first words, first. I mean, I'm getting some of that with my brother-in-law's kid. She's she just turned one in November. Um, So she's getting... You know, she's developing a personality. She's kind of, um, she's starting to walk. She's doing all that stuff. And I can see, I, I'm excited for them, but I can only imagine what that would be for, you know, your own kids. Mm. All right. We did the best thing about being a parent. What's the worst thing about being a parent? Uh, I still don't get enough sleep. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, Jen, does like so much that I try to let her sleep in. It doesn't always work out, but I try to be the first parent up to make breakfast and stuff so she can get a little bit of sleep because she'll always be doing more. Either it's update, like putting dishes away or something, you know, you know, folding a load of uh, laundry. Um, But I still think as both as parents, we don't get enough sleep. And I definitely miss that. My my parents, my uh, sorry, my kids. I think they are like, I don't know what it is. Maybe just like, like how relaxed they got in summer in uh, Christmas vacation. Going back to school this last week, I feel like they've been bad about like getting up. I don't know if they just slept in more. And we, we definitely like stay up a little bit later, you know, it's school vacation. Yeah. So we're trying to get into that rhythm again. But um, every now and again, they'll sleep in, but they still get up earlier than anybody else. And like, you, I'll get woken up at some time in the morning where even like my alarm is set like for 30 minutes later. That 30 and, minutes. 
Yeah. You, you miss out Could on it. Or I went to bed too late because I was trying to do other things. Or even like Jen and I are just trying to hang out as a couple. Yeah. Uh, you know, to give ourselves time as well. Whether it's like sometimes just be like having a cocktail and watching a TV show or something. Um, or talking for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, getting woken up, you know, 7 a.m., 6.30 a.m. Dad, can you make me breakfast? You, just in your head, you're like, fuck! Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Kitty yeah, is no a point. No problem, no problem. <laughs> Kitty in the last, like, few months has been game to start learning how to use the microwave to a degree, uh, which he still needs a step still for, uh, and use the toaster. Uh, Huge life skills. Oh, yeah. Pop-tarts, toast. Yeah. I'm like, what'd you have for breakfast? Just Vegemite on toast. Did you put butter on it? No. Uh, I'm like, oh, cool. Daddy right. wouldn't have done it that way, but yeah. that's okay. Whatever whatever floats your boat. Um, and Kitty is doing that for her brothers now too, so sometimes. Oh, what a stud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what'd you guys drink? Just juice. I'm like, okay, cool. You hooked it up? Yeah. Yeah, nice. There's just shit everywhere in the kitchen. Yeah. But uh, uh, she's very keen to do that. Like, every time we have to mark, can I microwave? Can I push the buttons? I'm like, okay. Yeah. How many minutes? Two minutes. Okay. Nice. Cool. So. I think I think around that age, I'd learned how to scramble eggs. At nine? Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah. I've let her crack eggs. You lit a lot of shell in the... That's could be could be a little crunchy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have scrambled eggs. Is actually that's a good one. I should start teaching it because yeah. they're pretty standard, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. And you I just do crack a few in a bowl. My air scrambled eggs are on the softer side, and I do like French scrambled eggs where I add like milk. Yeah, so they're a little bit wetter. The milk, the milk is good for me to make it creamier, but I actually like them on more on the other side of. Oh, you like? Scram- I like them a little like, bit like solid, more solid, like dried. Yeah. Oh no, I want. I, want I don't like, like soft it, and the pillowy. juicy. No, I don't want juice. I just want soft and pillowy. Yeah, I feel like I need a little bit of texture in my scrambled eggs. Okay. Is that weird? No. Like I don't mind it when it's brown, oh, not like okay. super brown, but like a brown. little browning. Yeah, I don't want brown. All right. Well, hey. To each, each their own. <laughs> to each their own. Um, but yeah, just the sleep thing. Yeah. I miss sleep. I feel like I haven't had. It's rare that I get. And even when I get enough sleep sometimes, I still wake up tired. I don't know if it's yeah, like yeah. I haven't caught up. Yeah. Right. So probably the worst thing being a parent, to be honest. But, you know, I know there's going to be a Comes point where I will. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a point where they're going to want to sleep in too. And yeah. they're not going to bother me. They're like, fuck off, dad. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, I can re- reflect that. I think it was about sixth grade when I, sixth or seventh grade when I would wake up on my own and get myself ready for school mm. and go. I'd make oatmeal almost every morning. That's a really easy one to do. You just like do the packet like packet oatmeals. What oatmeal was it like? Brown sugar. Yeah, I, I brown sugar. Uh, my favorite is cinnamon and spice. Oh, it's okay. the orange packets for Quaker. Oh. If you're interested, if you're ask in. Chris about it. It's his favorite. <laughs> Um, and I, I think I, I, maybe I make it a little bit weird. I actually heat up the water first and then pour it into the bowl with the oats in there and then let it steep, but not too, I didn't, I didn't ever let it cook too long. Really? Yeah. So your oats have still got a bit of text. Yep. You didn't want the sloppy I, shit. I, I, no, I, I don't want it thick and I don't want it like mushy. Okay. I really, the, the point of eating oatmeal is to just get in and out. Just eat it and go. 
Oatmeal is a substantial meal to bring in the day too. One. Like yeah. I feel like it keeps you going. You used to do two packets in the morning. I don't need a whole lot of oatmeal, but I do do like uh, granola with like either almond milk or oat milk usually That's or yogurt sometimes. Yeah. I put a bit of uh, almond butter on top. Nice. A little bit of bee pollen. I've been put onto the bee pollen lately. Hey. Um, sweeten it up a little bit. Uh, bee pollen's not so sweet. It it's isn't, more huh? I was kind just of thinking about that. bitter. Like, it has kind not, of a bitterness to it. Not but quite honey. It's got this floral bitterness to it. It's meant to have lots of nutritional value. I don't okay. know if that's true or not. It's but it's, it's good for the bees. It's good yeah. for me. Um, okay, first meal was scrambled eggs and then oatmeal. Because my kids can all pretty much give themselves a shower to a degree too. Yeah. We're on that thing. Good. The bars, gone. No more baths. You don't Good. have to worry about you drowning Fuck anymore. It. Yeah. Um, baths are lame anyways. Yeah. So you're sitting in your own dirty water. It's gross. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, yeah. I think, I think, I think that's what I'm most apprehensive about becoming a parent. It's just time. Yeah. I mean, that's, I know it's like a, like a cliche, but like, time it feels like time i mean you you know it is at your age like it feels like things do like christmas comes up quicker every year like that's yeah. the thing that like particularly when you have kids your time is so consumed with everything like yeah. years feel shorter yeah and i just i just there's a lot of things that i enjoy to do in my free time that i know is going to be gone when we have kids playing video games you know playing going playing sports just hanging out with my wife you know uh, I know that becomes a little bit more rare, obviously, with kids, and I and I know that we're gonna try to have our own time as much as possible. But it's just it's it becomes not possible all the time because you're taking care of a kid and you're yeah. making sure that they're fucking alive, and you know that takes a that takes a lot of time. And then any free time that you have, as you and I'm sure your wife can attest, is making sure that the house is in a mess and. Mm getting some of the logistical stuff being an adult that you need to get done that when you have kids, you don't have a ton of time to do. So it's like, I, I know that for me, that is what is holding me back from having kids just yet is I still want to do those things and enjoy those things. And that will probably never go away, but I still, you know, still want, want a few more, maybe a couple more years of being able to fucking, fuck around and not have to worry about something fuck around and not have to find out yeah exactly um yeah i i I feel like that's one thing i've always said to other couples too like jen and i didn't we were together quite a long time before we had kids you know i was in my early 30s she was in her late 20s yeah um and you know i remember looking back at i like i had another friend who had a kid in maybe late high school and I always kind of admired it to a degree, even though I don't necessarily think it was the right timing, but he's my age now and has a teenager. And I've always thought that that's kind of cool. It'd be cool. Yeah. You know, but in the same thing, like that didn't hold me down too. Yeah. So, right. Um, you know, but in yeah. And in the end we work it out regardless of which path you take. Right. Like yeah. it, it all works out, but, but I'm looking forward to it. I am. It is, I'm, uh, 
Looking, wild journey. Looking forward to fuck my kid, fucking my kids up in some way. <laughs> well, I mean, you, that is true, right? Uh, feels like it's time for him. Any any other quick comments no, the about only, parenting? No, the only thing I was going to say, I know we've talked about it in other New Year's because it's not the first New Year's podcast we've done, but um, we've talked about neither of us really do New Year's resolutions. True. Is there anything you... I try to set like kind of loose goals. Should we do this instead of how much? Should we just chat about our New Year's resolutions? Yeah, we can give how much a break, I guess. Yeah, we yeah. can do it. Ne- we'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll bring. We're already you- on an hour, so okay. it's getting uh, a little long. But but I wanted to ask you anything you wanted to try and attain this year. We've already established. Don't know if it's going to happen this year, but Drew and I are opening a bar. The Aussie and Yank. With fucking Chris Allen, too. Chris Allen's fucking He's in. on there. He's in. Yeah. Whether he, he fucking likes it or not. He may not want to bartend. No, I don't time. see him as a bartender. I don't see him as a bartender. He can work the uh, books. Yeah, exactly. He does he'll the be finances. our numbers guy. Yes, yeah. numbers guy. He's yeah, our that's, numbers guy, for He's sure. a fucking nerd for that shit. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. He'll build out our website and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. We got it. Uh, the Aussie and Yank. Uh, <laughs> I really, by the way, I'm like really proud of that name. I think that's a great name for a bar. I love the idea of a riff on like, even though Australia doesn't really have any specific foods, but having like bar snacks that kind of play on things that people think are Australian yeah. and American. Sure. Maybe we can have some like, what, what's a beast? Like peanuts, right? That's like a, a bar snack, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a great bar snack. Yeah. Maybe a bar snack that a season with some kind of like a Australian, because I don't ever have having peanuts at a bar in Australia. Yeah. But having them seasoned with something Australian, like Vegemite peanuts or something. Vegemite dust. Vegemite dust and peanuts. Yeah. I'm down. Um, yeah, aside from opening our bar, uh, what am I looking forward to this year? Or what are, what are my goals? Um, I definitely want to be more uh, active. I know that's kind of cliche for New Year's resolutions. <laughs> it's very cliche. I've already seen, I've been like driving to work some days and I see people that just look like they shouldn't be running. Yeah. And they're it, running and yeah. I'm like, Fuck it, you know good, what? Good for you. I'm being an asshole. Fucking good on you. Yeah, mate. yeah, yeah. It's funny. Every once in a while, you see those posts on social media where it's like, when the gyms get crowded, don't judge those people. They're just trying to better themselves. You know, it's like, that that's gonna be me. Um, no, I'm I'm trying to come up with better ways of just other than just like going to the gym because I'm not good at going to the gym. Like I'll go for a little bit and then I fall off. I want to find a better way of just being a little bit more active and and physical, mm. healthier. Because mm. um, I've not I just working from home the past three years. I'm really sedentary. Like I <laughs> I am on my I sit on my ass all day, and then I get off work and I don't want to do anything, so I sit on my ass more. <laughs> so it's like, and I know and and some days like especially when Haley's working. I'll, like if she works like three days in a row, sometimes I'll go like three days without leaving the apartment, like, without driving my car anywhere. Do you shower? Sometimes not. <laughs> I respect that though. Sometimes, you know, it's really I really probably smell pretty bad because sometimes I'll I'll just sit there and be like, oh shit, I smell bad. And you know when you smell yourself? Oh yeah. You really you probably pretty rank. Yeah. You're like, is that my ass or my yeah, pits? Yeah, I don't know. And go, you know, you do the whole pit check. You go and you go, woo! It smells like blue cheese. No, 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 no! And then I have to apologize. Please forgive me. To me and my wife, I'm sorry. 
Um, but just working from home, I'm just not as good at, at getting out. It's, it's so much easier to just kind of stay at home. So I've been looking into different ways. Maybe, maybe it's a sports league once a week. You know, I, I do work sports leagues, but that comes and goes. I just need to be more active. Mm. It's not like I'm like, obviously I'm not physically unhealthy. You know, like I, I'm a skinny guy. True looks but like that's a, just, it's a fucking beanpole. I'm a beanpole. Yeah, I'm I'm skinny, but I just I just don't. I could I could I could be better. You could tone up a bit. I could tone up a bit, and we have this Italy trip coming up in June, July. We're gonna be on a boat. My shirt's gonna be off a lot, and I kind of want to. I'm kind of thinking I want to look good in that <laughs> in those pictures. You know, it's it's Europe. You gotta have some fucking speedos for that trip, dude. Listen, you better you commit. You gotta show off some inner thigh, and maybe some sausage. Some so some and, and if you're sitting in the right way, maybe your maybe your sausage pops out. Sausage. Your Italian sausage. <laughs> your pepperoni. Um, no, I mean that's that's really that's kind of the only thing that that I'm striving for this year, I guess. What about you? You know the only really goal, like obviously, you know, in like the last few years I've tried to be better about like fitness and diet. Yeah. Vegetarian and I'm, was I'm a big proud commitment. Of you. Yeah, but You've you've committed to it and you've stuck with it. December and like start of January. Yeah, it's I've, holidays. I've fucking been like it's holidays. Give, I, give yourself. I decided a break. to kind of have December off just because it, yeah. it was been like nearly two years of like being pretty committed to. The only thing I've been strict with is like being a vegetarian, but even like sweets and drinking, I feel like got a little bit out of hand in December and the start of January. But I'm gonna pick it up back up again. Okay. Uh, the biggest thing I wanted to do that I'm terrible about is reading. And we're, yeah. I'm like, I'm not committed to like books or comics per se, either one. But I, for anyone who doesn't know, I like lists. Every year I list favorite albums of the year. And I yeah. always do movies, movies by date that I watch yeah. every year. Two things I'm strict about. Uh, I'm going to still do that this year, but I'm going to try and read more this year. Okay. I've started a comic book. The year is starting off easy. I'm easing in with a comic book. It's called The Last Ronin. Okay. Michelangelo is the only Ninja Turtle left. The other three have died. He hears them in his head, and you don't really know if it's actually the spirits of them because he's a ninja and it's some ninja right. shit, or, or whether he's it's he's just, just like fucking crazy because all his brothers yeah. are dead and Splinter's right. dead. Uh, and he is at war with Splinter's grandson, who is basically overseeing New York. It's like post-apocalyptic. Okay. It's written by the original guys that wrote Ninja Turtles. Hey, what are you up to? Why are you getting into the box with paper in it? Get down from there. Oh, he's, he's into the grove Come on, box. Loki. Loki, get down. Come here, buddy. How are you going to interrupt our New Year's resolutions? He's thinking about getting down, but he hasn't yeah. committed to it yet. He just it looks like he's going to get comfy. Um, but yeah, That's anyway. a good one. If you need any book recommendations, let me know. I, okay. I have a specific one in mind that I think you would enjoy. Okay. It's a novel. It's pretty. It's an easy read. It's, okay. It's really well. I'm sorry. You've seen the movie Ready Player One. Yes. Read the fucking book. The book's better. People have always said that's a good book. I have it. I'll Second give it to book, you. not so much though. Second book was eh. It was kind of the same thing over yeah. again. Um, I read it. It was good. It was the movie okay. Was good. I enjoyed it. The movie, the movie was, was good. good. The book is better. Okay. People so and I have that. it, and I'll I'll lend it to you if you okay. when you're ready. So let Maybe. me know. All right. Yeah. And then I don't know, I don't, I mean, I don't know if you're into sci-fi, fantasy, whatever, but. I'm, you know me, I'm fucking jack of all trades. Well, I can, yeah, I'll, 
I, I don't read a ton, to be honest, but I have some go-tos that I No, think. yeah, I want to. There's books I've bought over the years because I like specific authors, and then it just sits on a shelf. Yeah. I think I like the idea of reading. That's a good... No, it's a good... It's a good one. I, I'm actually... I, I I think I've said this before. I go through kind of waves of mm. reading and whatnot, but I, I'm reading... Um, I'm reading a book series right now uh, that a Netflix show was based on. Have you? I think I've asked you, but have you heard of or seen Altered Carbon? Uh, I haven't watched it, but I'm, I've watched the trailer, and it was something I always. It looked like something I would enjoy. I always intended to watch it, but never. So did. That, apparently, it was a book series. I didn't even know. So I'm reading. I'm I'm in the middle of the first book right now, and it's very familiar, which is it's kind of nice. Like I kind of like reading books that I know. Um, I, I've even reread certain books like multiple times. I'll, I'll go through the Harry Potter series once every 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 so often, which is another one that you need to read. I know, and I have those books. Okay. Do you think it's better to read a book and then watch the movie, or do you think does it matter which way it goes? I so I think it's better to read first and then watch. Mm. Um, the reason I say that is that actually this book is the first time i've ever done it in the opposite direction Mm. where i've seen something and then i'm reading it okay um i've even not committed i haven't watched any game of thrones because i really want to read through the books first which is a fucking task because the books are all six seven hundred eight eight hundred page books this is altered carbon no, no, no. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, those books, I think, are mammoth. I, I haven't watched any of the show yet because I want to read all the books first. Okay. And I've gotten through three of them, and I, I stalled out on the fourth one. And so now I feel like I have to go back and read all of them again. Anyways, this is the first time I'm actually doing it in the opposite direction. And obviously because I know the story and the the show has portrayed these characters in a certain way... I'm having a hard time picturing them as the book describes them as opposed to how the show portrays them. Mm. So even though I've read paragraphs and things of how characters look and how certain things are described, like in the Altered Carbon series, they describe this big mansion and it's a it's a place that is shows up often in the show and it's way different than what is portrayed in the show. The show portrays it as a huge skyscraper above the clouds. The book portrays it as a mansion on on the cliffs of a beach. Mm. So I'm having a hard time picturing what the book is intending it to be as opposed to what the show portrayed it as. Mm. Because obviously shows and movies, they all take kind of artistic liberties in in adapting the book. And change things for what they think is going to be a better story Mm. or what's going to be better kind of um uh consumed as a show visual experience and and so the the author has one thing in mind and i'm just seeing what the show did Mm. and i'm having a i i don't i want to be immersed in what the author intended first as opposed to how the show adapted the original content yeah you know um so I've, I've noticed that a little bit. It's not, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't affect the overall story. Obviously it's little things like how characters look or um, certain settings and, and stuff like that. But the overall story has been pretty consistent. I can only think I've had that experience a few times. The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. I read 
uh, as a book. There's a book by the author of Fight Club called Choke, mm-hmm. which got turned, made into a movie, and I experienced versus a book. And then, um, the by Watchmen. the way, really quick aside, sorry, Chuck Palahniuk, the guy yes. who re- he there's another series called Damned that he wrote. Oh, um, or he's an awesome author though. That's a that's a good actually. That's a good book. Uh, I think Damned? it's called Damned. Okay, yeah. It's a Have good you read one. Choke? Huh. Um, it's about a guy who goes to restaurants and chokes on food to try and get closer to people. Oh, weird. Yeah, like he's yeah. just kind of into that. Yeah, and like, he's kind of like a he's kind of demented, like the author. Yeah, a little he bit. He's kind like of kind of crazy. a weird. Like, uh, damned is about a girl who ODs on marijuana and and is, goes to hell, and it's all about her experience in hell. Oh, wow. it's kind of crazy. She's like 13 or 14. Yeah, I read another he, another book of his that I love is called Lullaby. Mm-hmm. And it's about a lullaby that you sing to children. But the lullaby is actually like an ancient African curse. Oh, interesting. And kids are dying and they don't know oh, why. Crazy. And it's a detective that's... See, he, yeah, he's kind of twisted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like a classic children's lullaby yeah. that people have grown up with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. people think it's uh, infant death syndrome. You know the ones where kids uh, yeah, like yeah, fall yeah. asleep or whatever yeah, they call yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's this lullaby that parents are singing to their kids, and that's why the kids die. Because it's a curse. Yeah. And there's a detective trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Um, but you were saying, so, and then Watchmen was well, the a Watchmen comic? Watchmen comic I got to read before it became a movie and had that experience, and it was cool to see it. And then Walking Dead, too. I read it as a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Before the movie, before the TV series came out, it was cool to see that play out. Yeah. I do, think, I do think it, it, it can be a bad thing, though. Um, oh, reading I think before. the movie doesn't do it justice, or you yeah. have that in, in like commitment to the book. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Because with that. I read. Um, did you ever see Aragon? No, or heard oh, of the book series. I remember the movie came out, but I knew it was a book series that was popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I loved and still love that that book series. It's kind of high fantasy esque, but written more for kind of young teens mm. i think <clears throat> so it's not super dense it's a pretty easy read but i'll go back and read those every once in a while but i remember i had finished the first book right before the movie came out like mm. right before like the day of i finished the first book and went and saw the movie and i was so disappointed in the movie well i remember the movie looked garbage it wasn't very good yeah so i but i don't know i don't know how i would have reacted if you had just if I had you. just seen the movie, I don't know. I might have it might have been okay. Because mm. you and I are both pretty easygoing on movies. Yeah, if it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, let me know. Let me know if you need any book recommendations. I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be down to read Ready Player One. I've always heard good things about it. I like the movie, but I, I like that experience of how much more immersive and descriptive a book is. Like that's always yeah, cool, for sure. Like I love that so. Yeah, even just reading this Altered Carbon book, it's it's like you just get so much more detail. And um, I mean, I'm through I'm through 90 page or 90 to 100 pages. And I don't know if I've made it through the first episode of the of the show. <laughs> and the show's like 10 episodes long, and I'm through 100 pages of the first book. And, you know, and I'm like here. maybe I'm through an episode and a half of what the show crazy is yeah because there's just there's so much more detail in writing it's true i know they could literally be describing like sitting inside on a rainy day that's like 
two or three pages. Yeah, you know, totally. And drinking a drink or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Any that other... will be my goal is to try and get through the Harry Potters this year too. You like, should. Like you I should. want to. And that's honestly the the movies did such a good job at the book adaptations that you don't. I don't think you lose anything between the two. Right. Like you, you still get to. The the movies did such a good job at at adapting certain certain things. There's some little minor differences and such that you catch, mm. but it's not it's not a lot. Um, the, so the details in those books seems to add to the ex- movie experience. Like maybe just something in the background, but you hear it more in detail in the book and more yeah. a description of like. I've heard that there's a lot more to the one shop that you read in mm-hmm. the book than there is in the movie. You know, it's just like one scene, but. You know, I do want to read, like, I love those movies. I love that universe. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a good that, one. Maybe that'll be my commitment this year is to try and read through those on top of reading other things. But you're going to lose some sleep, buddy. I mean, it already if you're happens, committed to so, it. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to read more, man. That's always a goal to. of mine. Honestly. That's always a yeah, goal of mine. I want to. I've been trying. Like, I started with this comic book that I literally bought the other day. Yeah. Because everyone shut up about it. So. What is that? The Last Ronin. Oh. Where the, well, the the only ones left is. Yeah. Michelangelo, and he's not the fun party dude anymore. He's like. He's a fucked up. Fucking badass, and he has yeah. all his dead brother's weapons too. Damn. He looks grizzled. He looks old. Like he's kind of wrinkled. Yeah. I've never read a comic book before. Not one. Maybe that should be your I don't know if I would enjoy it. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, of course you it. would enjoy it. There's bitches. All right. There's cool artwork. There's cool artwork and yeah. Um, yeah. Any other goals that you got for the year? No. I want to keep having fun. Yes, I agree. But that's always a goal. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to go to Italy. I'm really excited to travel. Yeah. I always, I always want to, I always want to travel. Yeah, it's a good. That's the other thing we goal. decided. Actually, I'll say one more thing because I know we're running longer. But this year, I ne- we never really do anything for my birthday. Like I'm not that guy. I know you go to Vegas and stuff. Like I feel like you always do something. And I and this Are you year, turning forty. I turned forty already, dude. That was like fucking two years ago. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. This year we decided that for my birthday though, I actually need to request time off with my work um, to try and go away with the kids for my birthday. And I've actually never been to Vegas. So that was actually our idea that like, there's probably enough in Vegas that can keep the kids entertained. Hey, Hey. if I'm invited, I'm I'm fucking there, baby. (laughs) You know, I love Vegas. Uh, We thought that it might be just fun because it's an easy road trip, right? Yeah, it's easy. And there's shows that we thought we could go and see with the kids. You know, there's probably some kind of like whether it's Circus de Soleil or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a lot of good kind stuff, of stuff yeah. there. And there's probably a lot of different food options too and like uh, other tons. things that we can see. So yeah. I've just never been and maybe I'll go once and I'll be like, cool, one and done. But maybe not. I'm All right. So maybe douchebag Drew will show up and if, smoke some cigarettes. Yeah, but if you go and you're like, I kind of want to do this like as Every- an adult <laughs> without kids... Let me know. Let me know. I know you're not a big gambler. I'm not a gambler at all. But maybe, maybe, maybe we could. Uh, 
I'm more of the we guy that just sits things. behind you, encourages you, give you a little shoulder rub. No, I'm down for that too. I'll, yeah, I, I would love to be your. Maybe I'll uh, kiss the uh, dice uh, for uh, you before you throw on the table. <laughs> Maybe I'll be that guy. Yeah. Let's go. I've got a Vegas trip planned in February. I'm there. In February? Yeah, hell well, yeah. We're just planning this for March. Like, well, I know, a- but I'll go again in March. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, all right, good stuff. Um, be sure to check out our podcasts, Google Play. I don't know why I started with Google Play, but I did. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Pretty much anywhere. Pretty um, much anywhere. And it might, bro, might be another platform too. I don't know. Listen, if you feel so inclined, please do subscribe. Yes. And we do appreciate the reviews. Yeah. It's been a while since we've gotten one. It has. But and that's okay. But if you feel, if you enjoy our podcast... If you've honestly listened and had a laugh at some point, it's you've had a giggle about something... Write a review for us. Yep. Tell us about that time. I want to hear it. I want to know what, what's working and what's not working for yeah. you. That would be great. Um, and, uh, of course, um, we have our Instagram page, at Without Definite Name Podcast. Uh, so if you ever have any suggestions, uh, maybe something that you want to hear us talk about, uh, maybe a how much that mm. you want to throw out into the universe, um, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, or you can email, email us, withoutdefinitename at gmail.com. Yes. We want to wish you a very happy new year. Yep. We want to wish you success in any 2023 goals that you have planned for yourself. Maybe it's listening to Without Definite Aim every episode, and we support that very much. Yeah. And maybe it's, uh, you know, reading the Harry Potter series, in which case we're both down. We'll do it with you. If you want to cover Frank Sinatra songs at our bar when it opens. Fly me to the moon. Oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. Um. I'd love to have that. Would be a Frank Sinatra night with a Frank Sinatra impersonator. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, old fashions, left and right. Oh, dude, just like classic cocktails. Yeah, we we somehow permit smoking inside for just the night. Yeah, just the night, you yeah. know. But just vape. Just just vapes only. <laughs> uh, Frank yeah. Sinatra. Another night. idea for Ozzy and the Yank. Frank Sinatra night seems like a very Vegas thing, but I know he was like a palm. Everybody liked Palm Springs. I've been to Palm Springs, and I was kind of like whatever about Palm Springs. Yeah. It was a one and done situation. Very right? rat packy. Yeah, yeah, but I'm down we're, for we're Frank, having a Frank, Frank Sinatra Frank night. night. Frankie yeah, Sinatra night, dude. night. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Let's do it. I love that, dude. That's coming great. coming to you soon. The Aussie and Yank. <laughs> the Aussie on, and Yank on the corner of Hidden Valley Ranch and <laughs> whatever other business endeavors we've come up with on this podcast. True. Thank you for listening. Thank we you. appreciate you. Yes. Happy holidays to you and your loved ones. Yes. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.